guys and gals, welcome back to the special spring edition of Wall Lab Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Corey, joined by Jared. We have a special guest here today, the shortest man in America, Adam. How are you? I'm uh, pretty good. How are you? So, Adam, is, is this true or not? You were late for recording because you couldn't find your booster seat to see your monitors. Well, as a father of two, I was putting down my oldest, and uh, she was putting up quite the fight. But don't worry, I... Uh, while I was putting her down, I had just made a few notes. So um, I'm about as prepared as I'm going to be. <laughs> Good to hear. Um, and so Adam's a just, fan. I'm sorry, just for the record, I'm I'm five ten and a half, which is the average male size. Okay. All right. So uh, how's everybody been, Jared? How you been? It's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been a pretty crazy uh, offseason. I have thoroughly basked in the glory of Georgia winning it at all, so much so that I have a little girl due in October. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Yep, I just got back from my honeymoon, so ready for some podcasts, ready for some football, even though baseball season literally just kicked off and football seems entirely too far away. It'll be here before you know. Mm. All right, so let's get into headlines. Uh, I sent these links to everybody. Hopefully you read the article. Um, do you agree with Kirby Smart's thoughts on transport portal hurting depth across basketball? I, I read it and I, I guess I agree with it, but I think it's just going to be the new standard for really for all your top teams. Like if you have multiple five stars and, and to me, this is Texas A&M in a few years, you're not going to be able to keep that much depth. These kids are going to transfer where they can play and there's enough big programs where they can play immediately. Yeah, I think, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's every school. It's not just your top schools. I mean, think of all, like, your starters that leave to go transfer to. I think about Georgia Tech lost probably their starting running back to Alabama. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, it, just, and it kills your depth in the trenches because offensive, an offensive lineman's not starting, they're gone. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how it plays out because Georgia's already losing some offensive linemen to the portal this year, but we're still pretty deep. The defensive line is thin, but we haven't lost anybody. Next year is going to be the interesting case because we're gonna we're gonna lose a lot of the guys to the draft on that offensive line next year. Yeah, Adam, your thoughts? I love the transfer portal. Um, I think it's great. Um, Alabama, I think Nick Saban said, you know, that this was going to happen and um, everything's going according to plan. So I'm here for the transfer portal. I think it's amazing. All right. <laughs> Our 10 10 analysis. 10 10 10. 10. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the second one we got in here is uh, Brian Kelly talking about the departure from Notre Dame, kind of saying that um, they were in different places before they departed. Basically, to me, it's just. I, I mean, you can call it whatever you want it. I, I think he was at the point in his career where, yeah, Notre Dame's not going to spend money, but also Notre Dame has just kind of got this very unique situation. They can, it kind of eliminates them from recruiting a lot of players. It forces them to recruit nationally, whereas you come to LSU, you get the top eight out of the top ten every year. That's a very good base. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, and LSU's going to throw money at it, too. Yeah, for sure. I, I think Notre Dame's probably going to have a rough couple of years coming up. Whether that coach uh, is – I can't remember his name. I'm having a brain fart. But Marcus Freeman. Yeah, whether Freeman's good or not, uh, I just think they're not in a good place with this whole NIL and the transfer portal. I mean, let's just face it. South Bend, South Bend Indiana, isn't really the greatest place in the world. No, no doubt. Adam, are you here for it? What's that? <laughs> I said, are you here for it? Oh, I'm here for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> according to Colin Cowherd, USC had the best practice in the history of sports. What, In your mind, what is the best practice? I want Adam to tell me first what he thinks. Yeah, what do you think, Adam? I think the best practice of all time was probably the, an Alabama practice. It was it was before the blackout game against Georgia. And um, I believe Cochran said there weren't 
black because they're going to, uh, and I'm not going to curse on the podcast, but a funeral. I think that was the best practice that's ever been had at the college level, and I'll stick to that. I don't even know why you would say such a thing, though. The best practice in the history of sports. What does that even mean? Yeah, like, 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 like what? What defines just like a really good practice? So I went. Through, I've gone. Through, I've gone been to an LSU practice before, and it's before the Arkansas game. And I don't know if any of y'all remember Donnie Jones, but he was a punter at LSU. Uh, yeah. He led the team like workouts, and then after the team like the warm up thing, and after that he ripped his shirt off, and it was the most intense man I've ever seen in my life. Does Does anyone actually watch Colin Coward though? Like besides, like his I mean, obviously, dude, he's making he's making money off of this, and we're not. Yeah, but uh, besides being on like the television when you're getting your haircut, does anyone actually tune in to hear what Colin Coward has to say? Don't I, don't underestimate the sports guys viewing on this. Uh, Honestly, I'll, I'll tune into him depending on the guests that he has on. Like, I, there's a couple of college uh, football players or and analysts that he'll have on from time to time. Not football players, but analysts. Like he'll have Herb Street on. Um, I can't. I can't think of the other guy, but he'll have those guys on, and, I, and it's fun to listen to them. And a lot of them rip on Cowherd, but Cowherd has the worst takes. I can't stand that guy. Uh, yeah, never listened to a Cowherd show, but uh, I mean that's a bold claim. Wasn't that the first practice? Yeah, to me, it just seems like an L.A. guy propping up an L.A. area school. Like he's just he's just pumping them up. Just it's just a soundbite. I mean, it's yeah. I don't. It's exactly that. It is just a soundbite. It means absolutely nothing. But he wanted everybody it's saying yeah, it's saying crazy stuff to say crazy stuff because it'll get on Twitter and people make fun of yeah, but nothing would make my heart happier than the USC just to get curb stomped in the Pac-12. It's not going to happen because Pac-12 is pretty weak. But I can see them losing to Utah again, which would make me happy. <laughs> uh, I disagree. We'll get to that later. Did y'all uh, see Lincoln Riley's um, beachfront property? I did see his new house. You see Seventeen million. They really ponied up the cash for that house. Thirteen thousand square feet, five car garage, putting green. On the water? Yeah, steam water. room. It's got seven fireplaces. That's good. So when he's on the hot seat, he'll uh, have somewhere <laughs> else to go. Why do you need fireplaces in a house on South Beach? I mean, why do you, why do you it drop down to 50 at night, Jerry? Oh, no, it does not. <laughs> I mean, it does, but <laughs> come on. Come on. California's <laughs> uh, just a bunch of dudes sitting around in linen hoodies next to fireplaces. <laughs> Everyone's like, how could Lincoln Riley leave? And it's like, well, yeah. He gets, Obama, he's got a Alabama. private jet for him and his family now. 24-7. And 24/7. arguably, he's going to be uh, playing weaker competition. Oh, yeah. He made a smart move, I think. He's going he's gonna to own play, that conference. He's going to play LSU in 22 and 23, I think. We play him at some point in the next like, couple years. In Vegas, I'm going to that for sure. I mean, I, I think teams like not in the SEC that are that can compete is good for college football. Um, so you're just not I'm, coming out of the Pac-12. Yeah, I'm just. I, I think it. I mean, I still think it's good for college football that because I think right now it's it's pretty much the SEC or bust. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's been like what ten out of the last twelve years. And and the way things are going, I think the the skill gap or like the talent level is just going to get worse. I mean, the transfer portal is going to uh, like even some of that out. I mean, it's inevitable. Like, I mean, y'all I mean, y'all, y'all are losing four stars and five stars. No process. I mean, but then you have. I mean, I mean, you're. It's curious to see what happens because if if Texas A&M has a lot of success with what they've done, I mean, because Which they won't. I mean, I don't think they will either. But if they do. Like until they, until they make the playoffs, you know. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what class they have, and I, I don't care. No, no, no. Right. So what what does it say? feel like? I got a question. Brad. What does it feel okay. like losing right. Texas A&M? Y'all have lost to them more times than we have since they joined the SEC. So I just want to get your perspective on it. I mean, Zach Calzada is elite. He's always he's been elite. Right 
So, um, you know, I don't mind losing to a caliber quarterback like that. So, you know, can't win them all. Not um, if you feel that I get torched by a tight end, that's probably dude, not going to be Dude, speaking of Colin Cowherd's hot take, what? <laughs> Zach Calzada elite. That's, that's, <laughs> that's next level. <laughs> I mean, Texas A&M quarterbacks, man, they, they just really show up to play against Alabama. Well, I just think if they do have any success, you're going to see a lot of teams, unless they put something in place, I think there's going to be teams throwing all kinds of money at players. It's already being done. I mean, it's, yeah, it's already happening. But A&M, A&M picked the nuclear option when spending money this year. I mean, they I don't know. I think all of it. It'd be interesting to see if it's the amount of money they're offering or it's because they're offering these structured deals. If more schools start doing structured deals like they're doing, and it kind of levels off. I mean, the money like the money tree doesn't you know, last forever. Sooner or later, somebody's going like, to take a step back and say, what am I gaining out of this? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. But speaking of people who are not in love with the transfer portal, <laughs> would you... Did you hear about what Davo Sweeney said? Yeah, dude. Talk about, I mean, <laughs> a guy who has become notorious for saying stupid stuff. At least he's not at LSU. They're not guilty of that. But, I mean, to compare, like, you're the, you call yourself the CEO of Delta, and then you refer to the players as the backhandlers? <laughs> dude. At least make them the pilots? Yeah. I mean, he he didn't refer to him as the mechanics. He was like, these are the grunts. Like, yeah. they are. The dudes uh, you just hope pass a drug test. <laughs> well, now there's some accuracy in that. but Yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, but damn. I just wonder if Clemson, if they would they would have had better years if he'd be saying this stuff. Well, I mean. He always kind of says stupid stuff. It's kind of a new thing for him. Yeah, I mean, he's notorious for saying, like, they're they're the underdog or they're disrespected. And it's like, dude, you just you just won a national title. How, how God's is he? team. Did he call himself God's team at one point? Yeah, he did say that. I mean, he's had a lot of just bizarre things. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I guess at least his wife is not kissing the players, so. That's an improvement. <laughs> I don't know aware of what that is. <laughs> was it uh, Mullen's wife? Yeah. Mullen's wife. Hey, yeah. yeah. There's a little bit of college football. Yeah. Huh. You know that one. <laughs> Man, I don't know. But comparing your players to bag boys is such a mistake. And, and and then he also said they should just blow the whole thing up and start over. I mean, how do you even do that? Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't even make sense, but... <laughs> That, that time has come and gone. The NCAA screwed up so hard with all this. Okay. Devil's advocate here. Um, how, do you, how do you make it better? How do you think about that? How do you blow it up? I mean, uh, do you, increase, the, like, increase the needed GPA to transfer. Because right now it's like a 2.0 probably. Make him at least have like a 3.0 transfer. Yeah. Um, Put some dates, some some hard dates on it that you can tra- only go back to one on. national signing day. One national signing day. Put it back in February. What's your thoughts on the signing day situation? Man? That's what we're talk about. So, as far as the NIL stuff, I mean, I mean, is there is there a a budget? Like, can can, yeah. can so there's no budget. So start there's there. no salary maybe, cap. Maybe no have salary a salary cap. cap. You can only you can only have so. You're much. not. <laughs> They're not going to put a salary cap. Like, well, the NCAA just, telling you how much money you can spend on players at like for two years ago, where you know we're firing basketball coaches for paying players. So, so what's to stop just like some billionaire alumni just coming in and just saying, "All right." So you're, so you're talking about Oregon. You're talking about Texas A&M, Texas, Georgia, Alabama. I mean, we all the schools. <laughs> Y'all don't have any billionaires at LSU. Hell. You might, you might be surprised. There's got to be. How, how much was Coach O's buyout? He's got to be up there, right? You really? I don't think it ended up being that much. <laughs> I can't remember. But, dude, he lives in Destin now. He's like a permanent resident of the city. Day, by the way, did you see um, that Both clip of, of him <laughs> Him about to beat up those two kids filming him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you wanted to murder those kids. I mean, you want to talk about putting That's the fear good. of God in someone? Dude, the look. The look dude, alone. The, 
the look. Y'all hanging low with wide eyes. Like, oh God, dude, dude, one of the kids even said, oh, sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to do that. Dude, they got, a, they got a classic one right there. Probably said Roll Tide or something. They wrote Set them off. I doubt it. There it is. There's the first one. <laughs> uh, on that is funny news. Unfortunately, uh, Dwayne Haskins passed away. It was over the weekend. Um, and Adam Schefter, Gilbrain, and Eden Magadick. I'll yeah. say Schefter's was bad. Brant's was terrible. Brant's is like never speak in public. Ever. Yeah, Brant's is like you really need to like question yourself on how your brain I mean, the decided like, that yeah, that was the right run. thing to say. Probably shouldn't be on the radio. What? Okay, so explain to me what Schefter said. Schefter's tweet basically said Dwayne Haskins passed away, but before it even like talked about him being like the Ohio State alumni, any of that stuff, it was like Dwayne Haskins who struggled to catch on in the NFL with the Steelers and the other team he played for. Just like, dude, you don't need to talk about his struggles to make a starting roster in the NFL when he just died. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's insensitive, but that's... I mean, it wasn't... It's not true. It's not untrue. It's not really as bad as Bill Brand said. Like, so, Schefter yeah, came true. out, he said, it was insensitive, it was mistaken, I can assure you, it's not my intention, I wish I could have the tweet back. Focus should have been I mean, on Dwayne. Which, I mean, yeah, like, but Schefter's always, like, just has to be first, put, puts... That's the thing, like, that's that. what everybody's saying. I mean, we understand that you want to be first, but, like, yeah. use the tiniest shred of common because that dude makes multi million dollars a year. Yeah, that, that wasn't very smart. But yeah, Gil Brandt's, I mean, you're 90. You need to just call it a career because you just hung around just long enough to finally say something that <laughs> makes everyone hate you. I mean, that was so bad. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Uh, it's I mean, just I like, it's just like, it's a sad thing, and then everyone everyone always has to give some kind of their take, and they, they just can't be sad. <laughs> Everybody's just, gonna get that take. It just can't off. be a sad tweet. Like, yeah, yeah, that is sad. I wonder. I I read a little bit about it that he was on the the highway. I don't know if he was running or like his car ran out of gas. Have they updated that? I didn't. I had heard multiple different stories, but yeah, I think the last one was somebody said he ran out of gas and he was running down the highway and got hit by a dump truck of all things, which is just insane. Yeah. But I, apparently, I wasn't it super early? I mean, they, I guess they said he was on his way to train at the facility. It's just, it's it, it's like with social media now too, because like I, I looked at his social media and he had a story with like Najee Harris like that morning and they were just they like they were dapping each other up and stuff it's just kind of surreal how like i don't know especially with social media now well i know chase uh playful um and he apparently like was with them the night before yeah that's tough yeah that's and just so unexpected too because i mean he did have his troubles he had his issues catching on but this is like it, it, he didn't die because he, you know, was on drugs or got drunk right. and did something crazy. Yeah. He just, it just, wrong place, wrong just time. A, yeah, freak accident, man. And that's that. You know, Frank said this earlier, like, despite who he was as a person, or anything, like nobody deserves that, man. Not like that. Ball accounts, he was a great guy. Everybody loved him. Yeah. Yeah, they were excited for him. Uh, in Pittsburgh, I got a buddy who's a huge Pittsburgh fan. I have not heard back from him yet, but I imagine he's probably probably pretty down in the dumps about this. Yeah. Um, so if that sticks around, I don't really know what we're going to call the segment. Uh, but here's spring through your turn. Yep. So for Georgia, uh, they play on the 16th, so this upcoming Saturday. Uh, QB competition is already. <laughs> They've already stoked in that fire, but I mean, it's going to be Stetson Bennett. Uh, he won the Natty. He, he, he won the starting job when he was like fourth in the depth chart. He's going to be the guy. Uh, everybody's freaking out because all the transfers out of Georgia, and we haven't had any transfers in, but nobody seems to realize that Georgia, because of the super seniors, Georgia was five scholarship players over the limit coming into the spring. So after signing day, we could not. We couldn't do anything. We just had to hope players would leave. 
uh, in the last resort is to start taking scholarships from players or converting them to like a blue or a gray shirt, um, which we may still have to do. So Marius Mims is left, Clay Webb left. They were both five-star offensive linemen, but I mean, that's just, that's, that's the way it's going to be. Every year you're going to have top schools who lose top players. You just have to deal with it. Uh, the offense is probably going to look exactly the same as last year. We're not really losing a whole lot. Uh, I mean, we're going to have some key players that are gone, but they were all injured last year and didn't really play. The running back's going to look completely different. Uh, the defense is going to be a bit of a mystery. We lost a ton of linebackers and defensive linemen. And we have no depth at linebacker this year. So we're, we're two injuries away from just playing walk-ons. Uh, secondary is going to be a good strength for us. Uh, we'll see how it pans out. I think Georgia is probably going to have a really strong year. I just don't I don't think they're going to have a playoff run. If they do get in the playoffs, I don't see them winning. I just feel like we lost too much. I could be completely wrong. Uh, Kirby has recruited really well for a long time. And they know what they're doing over there, so I'm, I'm bought in. Uh, I don't have really high hopes for anything super successful. I mean, not like the national championship, you know, keeping it relative. But I think Georgia will have a good year, could go undefeated in the regular season. Um, but I think Bama's probably going to curb stomp Georgia the first chance they get. Who, who do you see y'all losing to? Just hey, I'm looking at your schedule right now. I don't see uh, Alabama. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm talking about game. the regular season. No uh, one. No one. I can't believe you played Oregon for this year. Yeah, we're going to probably. if I mean, if I had to pick one that I was worried about or pick two, it would be the Tennessee game, but that's at Georgia this year, so I'm not that worried. Tennessee's uh, a baseball school. I don't know if you've heard. They're a I, baseball I, school now. I have heard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my wife's a huge Tennessee fan, so we've actually been talking about it. Um, well, all the Tennessee fans now, um, they, well, they don't like, care about football, it's baseball. Well, it's just like Auburn became a basketball school. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think they'll lose to anybody in the regular season. <laughs> they could lose to Oregon, I guess. I just don't see that happening. Uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, think they're probably going to get. Whoever Georgia faces in the SEC championship is probably going to knock Georgia out of the playoffs. I think. I mean, it could be the same situation as this year, and they get back in. It's hard to say. I just, I just feel like uh, no one's repeated since when? Bama in the mid two thousands. Has anybody repeated his national championship in the last like? Nearly oh, 10, 10, 15 years. So, I, I, I just, it's a very, very big long shot of Georgia doing that. But I'm here for it. They're going to have a, I look forward to next year. It's going to be fun no matter what. I'm still riding high off that national championship win. So, so that, yeah, I'm going to bask into it all the, as long as I possibly can. Just, just soaking it up. <laughs> so, What's LSU looking like? Um, so LSU is actually got a pretty exciting quarterback battle going into the spring. Um, you got fifth-year senior Miles Brennan, transfer Jaden Daniels, and sophomore here in Esmeyer. How much Esmeyer is actually in the competition, nobody really knows at this point. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, Brennan's got, I mean, Brennan's oldest, the oldest, Daniel has the most starting experience, and Esmeyer might be the most like athletically gifted of the three, so... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, really excited to see John Emery. He's back on the team after the great issues last year. Brian Kelly loves to run the football. Um, it looks like he's catching the ball better. Uh, so I'm really excited to see how he does in the spring game. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the wide receivers look like. Obviously, I think your top three, Keishon Butte, Malik Neighbors, and Jack Besh. But there's a lot of sophomores coming in that push for some playing time. So... It's going to be nice to see how deep the wide receiver rotation is actually going to be. Um, the O-line, we maybe end up starting a true freshman at left tackle. So that's, um, I don't know if it's concerning or if I'm excited, but it's going to be interesting to see. And then the secondary, uh, specific corners, I'm still looking for probably another transfer guy. So I mean, we're fed in the position, so, so guys are going to have to step up. 
how do you feel about that Jaden Daniels guy? I mean, we had the transfer to give to him. It's worth a shot. I mean, if he transfers, he transfers. That's like, I mean, it's not a guy that we're banking on having, but obviously he started like two years worth of games in the Pac-12. He's athletic. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not indeed? I think y'all are going to be pretty darn, pretty darn good this year. I mean, it's going to be much better than last year. We, you know, the funny thing is, so I listened to our first episode from last year, and that's the exact same thing you said about the 2021 team. Well, I doomed you. <laughs> <laughs> doomed you right there. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Nah, it's all right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how successful Brian Kelly is going to end up being at LSU, but he's the exact type of coach we need at LSU right now, so I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there any like up and coming player you're excited about, just individually? Uh, obviously, excited to see what Mason Smith looks like in year two. Uh, the defensive line should still be pretty deep from last year, from the last couple of years. So excited to see them play. I mean, John Henry, honestly, you know, five star local kid comes here, struggled for the first couple of years. Now he gets to be the guy. So pretty pumped about that. Heard that. Well, Adam. Adam you got any jokes over there? Did Adam just roll out? Oh, Adam rolled out. He's real tight. Um, <laughs> did he? Did he just <laughs> just disappear? Mid himself and left. Oh, oh there he is. My bad. It uh, I actually muted myself. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> hey, I think Corey can back me up on this. I've always said that college football is better when LSU is good. You have always said that. I, I, I agree. I agree with so, that. So, so one of the best games that I ever went to was at LSU. Um, Same. When good old John Parker Wilson uh, led us to victory in overtime. But that atmosphere, Alabama versus LSU is is all time. Well, how do you feel about about Alabama coming in the spring? Well, Jared, thank you for asking. Um, (laughs) I have some notes here that I was going to briefly introduce myself before I talked about this. So um, I just oh, want all the listeners to know that I graduated in 2011. Um, from high school? From Alabama. <laughs> I, I would uh, also just let everyone know that before I went to Alabama, I did not know who Bear Bryant was. So take that for what it is, guys. And any national championship that Alabama claimed before the Nick Saban area, I'm not responsible for it. So... That's, all the, that's, that's a good one. I'm happy you put that one in there. All those jokes just, um, can go away. So first and foremost, uh, mm. you know, I want to thank y'all for letting me on the podcast. Um, I was an avid listener of the last season. And, um, yeah, so I would like to congratulate on Alabama on being the SEC champions. Um, it was a great year. And at full strength, we, when we were able to put it all together at the end, show who the best team in the country was. Um with that said, the future is bright. Um, starting things off, we've kind of touched on this, but we've hit the transfer portal hard. We have picked up Jermaine Burton, who I don't think has ever dropped a pass in his life. I think that's what the stat that I got was. Um, so that's good. We got Jamara Gibbs from Georgia Tech, who they're comparing to be the next Alvin Kamara. And finally, we got Eli Ricks um, from... Uh, as you know, LSU, he is a five-star lockdown corner who will compliment Kool-Aid on the other side, and uh, it'll be pretty scary. Uh, our defense is going to be something something special. Um, more importantly, I think big hire was we got a new O-line coach, Eric Wolford, the Kentucky O-line coach. Uh, I think we, everyone can admit that our O-line was pretty suspect last year except for the SC championship game where we beat Georgia 41 to 24. We also have the top two players in the nation returning, uh, Bryce Young and Will Anderson. Uh, we also have Dallas Turner on the other side, who's also going to be scary. So quarterbacks watch out. And finally, our running back room is finally healthy. Uh, we, we were running on fumes towards the end of the year. So not only that, but we have a lot of young receivers, um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be a pretty good year. I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, Adam, thank you for that. I. Well, I appreciate I you running down the roster for us. Yeah, I haven't I haven't laughed like that in a long time. Uh, I honestly <laughs> forgot Eli Rick transferred to Alabama. So he said that. Eli <laughs> Rick's like dead in my mind anymore. Dude, uh, Jermaine Burton should be good for y'all, considering some of your receivers just like got called out by Saban and then took you off. You mean you mean our true freshmen that got put in the put in the national championship game um, when we lost our whole team? Dude, when our whole team literally just. <laughs> Fell over and got injured. You, you, you gotta be kidding me! You lost two yeah. guys. Uh, injuries <laughs> part of the game, Adam. Uh, we, hey, we beat y'all with our freshman. I mean, all right, Jared. If there was, our freshmen were better. If there was only a game where we could look at where we were actually not healthy, that we could compare, who was the better team? If the only, only there was some game. Count, or the, the only game that counts is the last one that was played. You lost. You lost. I, I agree. Spread. I agree. If we lost the game. Stop I making agree. excuses. I this agree. is why everyone hates Alabama fans. I agree. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, the, the trophies I, I and <laughs> It's like when you win so much and then you lose, it kind of breaks your brain a little bit, and you just don't really know how to act. That's that's well, kind of that's kind of. I don't know how to act when you're winning. So lose people. Um, correct. Well, I mean. You can look I mean, at I said it. it. I said it last year. Y'all are gonna win the championship this year, but I, David Pollock made the the call of all calls before the season even started last year. <laughs> Georgia was gonna lose to Bama in the SEC championship and then win the Natty. And boy, that's exactly what happened. I mean, okay, I can just say every year that hey. Georgia's going to beat Alabama, and eventually y'all are going to beat us, and it, you're, the take's going to be right. I mean, I mean, yeah, eventually it did happen. Well, look, I mean, look, I'll say this: congratulations, congratulations to Georgia. They were the second best team in the country, and they deserve it. I'll say that. <laughs> Shots fired. Look, just, I'll say congratulations. You'll look, say, I'm, you I just, lost the national championship. I, I, I'm agreeing. Shut up and take your loss. I, I agree. Like I I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I've taken it for six, seven months. I, I'm 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 past seven it. months. That championship like three months ago. I, you know, I went to Alabama. I, math, <laughs> math, <laughs> math. Own it. Own it. Okay. In all seriousness, congratulations, Jared. Um, it. I mean, not only the, the Bulldogs, but it. I mean, Atlanta's year. Like. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it I, was Atlanta's year. Hey, and World War Three got kicked off right after, so hell froze over. It's all, it's all over. I mean, LSU, well, well, yeah, LSU, LSU invented COVID, so. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you get a bunch of drunk, you know, Louisiana people down on, you know, Bourbon Street, you do all. Yeah, Bourbon Street is a dirty, dirty place. <laughs> it's nice to visit. Yeah, fair enough. I just, I, I'll say this. I don't, I think, like, if, the way I see this year going, um, I mean, Alabama could easily drop a game like they did last year, but I just see it turning into Alabama-Georgia SC Championship, and then we're in the same situation we're in. I mean, making excuses when you lose again. I mean, I, I could easily see it being Alabama and Georgia again. I just don't see how Georgia wins that game. I think Georgia's, I mean, just got, being, Georgia's got an easier path than Alabama does. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but I just think – Alabama's the one with the more but but everyone said team. everyone said that Alabama had no shot against Georgia last year in this championship. I mean it's all I mean you're not wrong, but I mean I believe you it. lost the national championship. Hey, Corey, did Alabama lose the national championship? Well it's just like you want to sit here and keep making Saturn arcs about being the second best team while we were playing. I think you lost. You lost. You lost. <laughs> Agree to disagree. No, this is disagreement here. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to let's go to the hot takes for next season. I mean, uh, Adam, I see you really wrote a lot down, so you really thought hard about this. Everybody uh, kicks off. All right, so I'm going to say for my hot takes, I think I've got six of them here. Urban Meyer will return to coaching at season's end next year. I don't know where. I don't know what he's doing, but that that terrible human being is going to be coaching football at the college level again. 
Um, I think Nebraska is going to win the Big Ten. Uh, we just talked about this ad nauseum. I think Georgia's going to win the East, but I'm not. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or not. Um, just depends on how everything shakes out. I think Alabama's going to win it all. Uh, UCLA is. I, I'm just. This is an out of left field pick, but I'm going to pick it's UCLA to win the Pac-12 just because. Just because. Uh, now, this is probably the one that makes the most sense. I think Clemson gets even worse, and Dabo is going to officially be on the hot seat for the first time in his career. Uh, not really. He was on the hot seat earlier. Uh, yeah, but I feel like that was for a different reason, though. I feel like that was just because... Oh, it's because they suck. They suck, but he was also just a wide receivers coach. Like, he didn't really have a whole lot of expectations, and so, I think that's why so, he kind of kept his job, in a way. That's true. So what conference is the weakest right now? That's the one we're going to end up in. Oh, I'm going to say the Big 12. Even adding the four teams? Uh, yeah, I think so. That, I mean, that doesn't affect this season, right? I mean, it's, I mean, if we're talking about the Power 5, it's I, I don't know. I guess you could argue the ACC, honestly. Are people rolling yeah. out Dabo going to Alabama? I mean, if you want to be Uh, but that's my that's my hot takes for 2022. Um, so I did one for each conference. I probably should have said that whenever I did these. Um, I got Baylor making the playoff because why not? So full day veranda. I got AM finishing third or worse in the SC West. I got Miami winning the ACC but missing the playoff. Uh, I have Harbaugh going back to back at beat Ohio State and the Big Ten. And I got USC making through the Pac-12 championship. There you go. I uh, I agree with the Baylor making the playoffs and Miami missing the playoffs. And I even agree that A&M is going to – I think they're going to have a worse record than they had last year. So, according to the odds right now, Texas A&M is plus 3,500 to win it all, which, <laughs> considering their class, is pretty crazy. Well, I, mean, I, I think it's the benefit of that class until two or three years. Our national right. title team was drafted. I mean, that was all 2018 recruits. To yeah. put to put in perspective, LSU is plus 4,000. So we're not that so, far behind. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, we're it, a little crapshoot. And just, just looking at this, I didn't realize that LSU opened up against Florida State, yeah. which they got the line. It, it, I guess – they, I guess they haven't released lines yet. I'd be interested to see what that line is. The once the line I saw was that's by touchdown. Man, that'd be a good game to open up the season. You yeah. New Orleans, I'm good. All right, Adam. You got any hot takes for us? Besides Alabama winning the national championship, I, I think if Alabama stays healthy, they're going to win the national championship. Um, I do think Georgia. I don't see Georgia losing to anybody. Um, best case scenario for Alabama is Stetson Bennett plays good like he did last year and we get another <laughs> shot at him um, the best case scenario best case scenario <laughs> these are um, all very George Alabama centric <laughs> yeah. yeah anything else I, about the rest of college football uh, okay well who's good like who's the rest of college football I mean does the college football podcast you're expected to know who the decent teams are we, we do this every year man and then it's always the same that's teams the point the okay so so I, I Ohio State I don't think they're going to be that good Clemson nah okay just pick a pick a champion for each time there you go okay. Big Ten Big Ten champ Big Ten champ uh, Ohio State. Shoot. <laughs> 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 All right, dude. Big Twelve. Okay, okay. So, so I, I don't think I don't think Michigan's gonna beat him again. <laughs> uh, Big Twelve. You got the Big Twelve. Big Twelve. Adam doesn't know who's in the Big 12. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Hold on, guys. My mic, my, my, I can't hear your sound going in and out. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, so you going with your boy Sarkeesian? Yeah, I think Texas bounces back. Okay, ACC. 
Uh, Duke. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, at least he got it. I mean, at least he got an ACC school. I'll give him credit for that. USC. All right, dude. I think I think I think Georgia and Alabama dominates anybody. That's blazing I, hot kid got there. I mean, it's, I don't know there. it's not it's not a hot take, but it's the right take. I can't wait for this next part. <laughs> all right, who? With all that being said, uh, Adam, are you done with your hot takes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, we'll just run down the list. You got uh, surprise teams of 2022. One SEC team. One, one other team, or in Adam's case, two SEC teams. <laughs> two SEC. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Tennessee and Nebraska as my two surprise teams. I mean, you you got Nebraska winning the Big Ten. I, I mean, I'm all aboard Scott Frost train. That that's that's out there, <laughs> dude. It is out there, but I'm going with it. <laughs> From three and nine to Big Ten champion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The greatest three and nine team of all time. They could end up being all. the greatest fifteen and team of all time. We don't know. Oh, they, yeah, that's true. Uh, I've got South Carolina and Miami. South Carolina just really likes Shane Beamer. Really, uh, yeah. Really no other reason. In Miami like because uh, – go ahead. I was going to say, I like the South Carolina pick. I forgot that they picked up uh, Rattler. I keep forgetting they have Spencer Rattler, too. Yeah. I'm, I think yeah. that makes them a lot better. It does. And then Miami because Tyler Van Dyke was sneaking good at the last year. Yeah. All right, Adam, who you got? <laughs> Uh, I also like Miami because, um, from what I understand, they're putting a lot of money into their program. So I think Miami is actually back. I think they're going to have a, uh, a good Ooh. year. There's That's more excitement around the Miami program than there has been in a very long time. Yeah. That's so I, I think I think Miami, and there's no reason why Miami shouldn't recruit better than they are. I mean, the they talent. They have to recruit Miami. That's what I'm saying. Like they they should be a top ten team every year. I mean, they, they should be. They should be. And I got Arkansas just because um, it's like a friend of a friend, Cody Kennedy, O line coach. Um, I just, I just support him. That's about it. I mean, you're you're early. You're you're late. Sorry, you're you're late on the Arkansas call. Oh, so now my now my calls are late. Not only are they are they wrong, but they're late. They're cold and late. Cold and late. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Shots fired. All right, random topic. Actually, like, I like Okay, I got a random topic for y'all. All right, okay. All right, all right. So, did y'all watch the Masters? No. no. Okay. So, off to a hot Scott, start. So, Scotty <laughs> Scheffler had a six-shot lead going into eighteen. Do you think you could finish the eighteen? Without get, get dropping it six out. strokes. Get it out. Without dropping six strokes. Uh, me, me, absolutely not. And I play. Alright, so par hold on. Eighteen hole. I forgot the name of the hole. It's called Holly. It is how far is it? It doesn't matter. I'm not getting it in six. It no, you don't it. have to get it in six. You have to get it in ten, because you have a six stroke lead. Okay, it's part four. Probably not. Is it's four hundred sixty. It's four hundred sixty-four yards. Is there water on the hole? There's no, there's no water, but there's trees. What about sand dunes? Sand dunes? You mean bunkers? Whatever, dude. I don't play golf. Man. All right, so it's four hundred sixty-five yards. So you have, if you got to the green, and <laughs> if you hit, if you hit a nine iron four times to get to the green, you could six putt. You don't think you could do that? Yeah, why not? Jared? Oh, no. No. I, I mean, I might do it. <laughs> I'll Is there a windmill on the course? Is there what? Is there a windmill over the whole? Just pretend this is golf for free. Yeah, and, and volcanoes. Yeah. Volcanoes? Yeah. I have to hit it in the clown's mouth? Yeah. Okay. Just go to your happy place, dude. I'm good. Well. All right. All right, that was a random topic indeed. Just, I, I think I could do it. I think, well, so I think the crowd might get to me. Yeah, could you do it with, you know, three million people watching? I don't know if you want The crowd might get to me. I might just puke everywhere. I'm not sure. You might shoot your pants. All right, well, 
Yeah, I want each of y'all to predict A and M's record for next year. Eight and four. I was I was gonna say uh, eight and four as well. Yeah, uh, nine and three. Ooh. So all all of uh, all of us think that they are. Hold on, let me look at this schedule. Them. They play. Uh, they play Miami. I just um, like, hey, what do we think about Ole Miss next year? Uh, I, I, I think they'll be 8-4, 9-3. I was going to say, I think they're going to be right with the I been. don't think they're going to drop off much. <laughs> yeah, they're going to play Miami, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Alabama, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, Arvin, Auburn, and then LSU finishing. Urban. <laughs> Got to play Urban. Got to finish with LSU. That, that could be rough for LSU, though, because of what happened at the end of last year. Uh, Max Johnson? Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be starting. No, no, no. I'm just saying that, that's got to leave a sour taste in Texas A&M's mouth the way that went down. Oh, the game last year? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, I figured you'd say as much. <laughs> All right. If uh, each Adam, col- that was Adam still, Adam still here. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. If each college team were similar to companies in the stock market, which team right now would you just throw all your money at and invest in for the next decade? Uh, you're saying if a team was a stock? Yeah, like it. Would you trying to buy low and like well, the no. best like return? Yeah, I think know, like which team which team is going to end up being like the next? I said probably go to USC. USC, you say Miami? Yeah. I was actually going to pick uh, USC as well because that, that's so they're so, primed to be dominant in the Pac-12. So, weak conferences. So not to get know. not to get specific here, but the the if we're talking about just because Lincoln Riley, the the price would have already been factored in to the to the stock, so. You would still be buying USC to where they think USC is going. Yeah. So right now, everyone thinks USC is going to be the next powerhouse. So you're probably still buying them pretty high. Yes. And you're still going to buy USC. I mean, Miami's kind of sitting in the same boat, though, with Mario Cristobal. Yeah, they're both kind of puffed up on prospects right now. Uh, I'll, I'll just put everything in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> just, just keep it even, huh? I mean, more than likely, you're going to have a Joe Pa type situation with uh, him. He's going to be coaching there when he's in his 80s for sure. Whoever Zach Calzado plays for, I'll just I'll, I'll buy that stock. <laughs> Auburn. Yeah. All right. As spring arrives, name one thing you love and one thing you hate about spring. Uh, I'm a big golfer. Golf season, but that comes with allergies and. Uh, I live in one of the worst places for allergies, so. I think we all do. Yeah. The South. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say it's like the best hiking weather this baseball season. Um, but yeah, here in Georgia, it just seems to be some of the worst weather of the year comes this time of year. That's when we get all yeah. our tornadoes. <laughs> uh, I love crawfish boils and I hate all the rain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, crawfish bowls are pretty good. I don't think I've ever uh, had a true blue Louisiana crawfish bowl, though. I'll eat it like a couple times during crawfish season because I don't want to be crazy on it. But it's just a lot more. I'm going to say this as a safe place that I've never had seafood before. So. Yeah, we know. Dude, what? Never. It, the whole The whole process of it going like from the ocean to your plate just doesn't do it. That do it for me. I don't understand why. So, Adam, let me... What are you afraid of? Adam, let me break this down. You've never had sushi? So, I've never had sushi, seafood. The only thing I've ever had was uh, leaving the Alabama football game one time. I overindulged myself. And some guy sold me shrimp on a stick outside the stadium. That's the only piece of seafood I've ever eaten. It was phenomenal from what I remember. Dude, Um, shrimp's probably my favorite food game. Adam, you, you have to be one of my top five most intriguing individuals I've ever met. It's it's called being your, sheltered, Jared. Your parents live in Florida, don't they? You know, I... You're on the beach and you never I, had seafood? I don't know what happened to me. Have you ever had fish? 
Are uh, you allergic? No. I mean, who knows? Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know how to tell. I don't know how to tell you this, but fish also comes Dude, from river lakes. Just go, go somewhere and get yourself some shrimp. Get yourself. I, I, I can't. Why? Because I, it, it grosses me out. Like the whole thing grosses me out. Dude, I'm I'm coming to your house. And we're just going to have sashimi. Just straight up slabs of tuna and salmon, dude. I'm going to change your life. Dude, well, you so, better wait. Uh, you better... I am going to uh, spill sweet tea all over your wife, though. That that was a great first impression. Yeah, it pretty much went exactly as I planned it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm always like, yeah, Jared's doing this. Or like, Jared, I said Jared is going to have a kid. She was like, who's Jared again? I was like, oh, yeah, the guy who spilled his drink all over himself when he ate. She's like, oh yeah. See? Love that guy. See? See? How can you forget a face when it has sweet uh, tea all over it? Guys, I I, uh, I know this is audio only, but I wish we could talk about the picture I put in the Discord. Um, <laughs> you mean the entire sorority with... Oh, Lane Kiffin with how the sorority goes. <laughs> yeah, that's all that. That's really I, uh, that's I, just, I just feel like that is on brand. Is that high school? Yeah, oh, yeah. Prom? It's prom. Oh, Lane Kiffin surrounded by probably 50. Oh, so <laughs> no less, no 50 than 50 minors. No less than 50 minors. That's legit 50 girls. You know his hands are behind his back in that picture. Like nah, dude, he's got a handful of butt on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> got a handful of cheeks. <laughs> Alright, Tavuna is probably the most important part of this conversation we have today. If there was a hypothetical intergalactic space battle, and you had to send one person from planet Earth to represent us, who would you pick? Uh, I'm picking, I'm picking what, the what, mountain. <laughs> what are they? What are, what are they doing? You don't know. It's a mystery. Just you gotta pick the one person that you can get the best chance of winning. I'm gonna send Lex Friedman. I would send. Can can we send somebody back in their prime or is nope, it right now? Nope, it's me today. Because I know what you're gonna say. If it's in the prime. Well, my first my first thought is John Jones. Okay. Um, he especially at heavyweight now. Now has he has he had cocaine or not? Can they can they take drugs? Because that's um, also. If everyone else says yes. Okay, so, yeah. And John Jones. John Jones on PEDs is undefeated. That's true. <laughs> so we are assuming this internet intergalactic space battle is a physical fight and not a battle of wits. <laughs> it could be it could be a middle. I don't think I don't think USADA is gonna be up in the intergalactic space battle. Probably, yeah. Probably not. Yeah, I mean give him all the steroids. They don't have jurisdiction there, can't if, um, if I would say I mean LeBron James, but he's kinda old now. Um, he is kinda old. Would you say Giannis? Ooh, Giannis is a good one. What, what, dude, what, tell me what a six foot seven basketball player is going to do. Well, Jerry, if you show up and the other guy's 10 feet tall, you're going to be happy. Since yeah, but, guy. yeah, but what if he shows up and it's just, it's just, all right, it's just a fight to the death, like fist well, this fight. Is my, this is my hot take. I'm sending Adam all five foot ten and a half of him. <laughs> five, ten and a half. Uh, probably six feet with shoes on. Yeah, there's no seafood up in space. You don't do I bet you there's probably some shell. I, I can't help but feel like the turning point of this whole podcast is the fact that you have never had seafood. Except for I mean, shrimp on a stick, which is one one day when you were drunk after a football game. Uh yeah. I, I you, know you can't, you can't go to a restaurant and order a seafood dish, like you don't even have to see it being prepared. So I'll never if you Why? All right. Because I feel like it's like I feel like it's like scaly, like that's the word. It's like scaly and like fishy. You have like it's like entirely. Well, yeah, because it's fucking fish. Exactly. I don't like that. All right, so I'm gonna bring. You're gonna come to my house on the pretenses of a golfing trip, and I'm just gonna have Kaylee cook. Lost, <laughs> Jared, because you're about to have a kid, and your life is over, and you're never gonna leave your house. I mean, I don't leave my house anyway. I mean, so I pay for my flight. I'll show up. <laughs> All right. I'll make sure I'm good. By the way, uh, I've discovered recently on the internet 
the whole Klarna and like Afterpay, and it's pretty addicting. I'm uh, sorry, what? Why don't you know what you're talking about? So, so like if you go to buy stuff on the internet now, you can. There's like all these services that are like, oh, like pay us like ten dollars a month um, for like two years, and you can buy this. It's like right. okay, that's that's easy. I'm not going down that path. It's a mistake. I've been paying for a Callaway three wood for now two years. <laughs> it's like it's like fourteen dollars a month every month. It's just like all right. Of all the people here that does not need to do that, I feel like you're at the top of that list. It, it, dude, it's so addicting. It's so addicting. How does it feel to feel like the rest of us peasants? <laughs> it's, it's it's just I, I love it. Oh my god, Adam. I can't um, get over it. But I, I am down to play golf. I'm uh, gonna need your home address. I'm having sushi delivered to you right now. Huh. I I I don't I don't think I can do it. Ugh. Not even a piece? Not even one single piece? No, it it's it's like I think I think my body would just shut down. I mean there's a good chance you could die. Dude, well, so you, yeah, you yeah. died that one time you had shrimp, so you're probably okay. Yeah, but maybe the alcohol like counteracted the toxins. Well, I mean, you guys think we're not going to drink? Uh, I want to get you so wasted and just feed you fish. Yeah, I want to get you so wasted, Jared. We're going to get Adam wasted. That. We're going to go to like Long John Silver's and get him a box of fried shrimp and eat it all. Well, at least you'll guarantee he'll never have fish again. No, <laughs> dude. Oh. I remember in high school we we I did I worked at this like lawn company and we cut we cut like this guy's grass all day and then we like laid sod and he was like all right I, got, I brought y'all dinner I remember he bought us Long John Silvers it was like 110 degrees outside I was like dude this is the worst you know it goes great with 110 degree temperature and that's some fake cod and tartar sauce I was gonna say a uh, shrimp cocktail it's cold. Ooh. Was, was that a national championship that they just had giant containers of oh, cocktail for like yeah. everyone to just eat out of? Like the media reporters? So much disease. I mean, that was like still kind of the height of COVID, too. Yeah, that was a mistake all around. Speaking of college football, because um, this is a college football podcast. Not the last ha- 15 minutes. How much development do you think has gone into the new college football game so far? Dude, I, I, my expectations were so low, and I still feel like I'm going to be disappointed. Wait, what? Say that again? The new college football game. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. Madden has been so bad yep. the past couple of years. Can you I don't tell the difference between people who play Madden and people who don't play Madden? But you got to think, like, they know it's been, like, people have wanted it for, like, a decade now. They're like, all right. You like, underestimate the greediness of the game. Dude, they're just making a Madden game and they're going to put college. <laughs> it's exactly. not gonna. It's Your not gonna be a new game. There's systems in Madden three that you can tell were probably developed for the college game. Like the new scouting system that they added for franchise mode. Yeah, guarantee it's gonna look the exact same. The yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna play it, but I'm also fully aware that I will be completely disappointed. Yep. Because that is if what it's got online dynasty. It'll be better if it doesn't. Yeah, I haven't broken a controller in probably five or six years, so let's bring it on. We we never talked about that. So we all bought, well, Adam here bought NCAA 2014. Is that during COVID? That was a private COVID tournament, right? Uh, that was before I left. Is that before you left for Japan? Yeah, that's before I left for Japan. Well, anyway, we started online Japan, Dynasty. Jerry. Free Japan, Jerry. Best. Um, started online Dynasty. I was LSU. Adam was Bama. Jared was... You lost your first game to, I forget who, and then you beat Ohio State. Number two ranked Ohio State. I lost to like, like Aptec or something Yeah, like and then you that. lost your belt and broke your controller. Uh, I thought I broke my controller when you hurdled my guy. <laughs> Jerry and I played each other. I returned the open kickoff for a touchdown. Yeah, I think that was, it was the last time I played. No, you broke it against an AI fighter, I remember that. But Jared, what, did, did anybody on your team get hurt, like your top two receivers or anything? Like, was there? Because if that happened, I totally understand. I mean, yeah, that happened. Yeah, fully healthy. He's fully healthy. Okay, full healthy. Okay, well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you're fully healthy. 
I'm pretty sure Todd Gurley like broke both his legs immediately. Oh my god, dude. Well, I, I've got nothing else to add to that. I mean, I, yeah, we've run the game in here. Um, my, my hot take, if there is one, is going to be that the new college football game is not bad. That I mean, think they're going to nail the recruiting, nail the online. It not bad is the goal. It's going to be It's like 50-50. I just like, don't not understand true. how you can work on something for like two or three years now and then like n- like they know what people want. Like they it's know. EA. It's like, EA. But, but they but know. They continue to push the modes that make them money that nobody wants. Well, yeah, but put, they can push those modes, but then also put the modes in, like, in 2014. Like, they know. You, you, they, all like, I'm going to say is you haven't played a mad game in so long, and you, and you honestly don't know what Yeah. Because Madden franchise mode has been the same shit for, like, eight years. They have some small things here and there, but it's never enough to, like, actually make a difference. It adds up over time, but it takes six years. I played one of the Mads a couple years ago. It was like the one with like the story. And yeah, we played a couple games of Madden. And it, uh, it, but but my trial ran out, so I never figured out what happened to the guy. <laughs> it's like, uh, I forget. Were you invested? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. I mean, no. Is Alabama going to be in the couple games? I mean. If they are, no, no, I'm not asking them sarcastically. I think there was a couple teams that weren't being included because of I mean, I, I think they have to. Like, why would they not? I mean, Notre Dame's not going to be in it, I think. Notre Dame didn't deserve to be in it. They, mm-hmm. Have they ever won a big game? Okay, so Notre Dame doesn't deserve to get in, but New Mexico State does? They're on the up and coming. Okay. I'm just saying. I'll give you 10 bucks right now if you tell me New Mexico State does. Hey, can the, I just... the Fighting Bulls, I don't know. Do they just. Can I just jump in real quick? The Hornets. <laughs> anybody that is listening in the future, and uh, you guys should go check our Discord and tell me that Steven Tyler and Cam Newton couldn't be related. Oh, dude, he dresses, he dresses like a Batman dog. <laughs> Cam Newton. I, I, don't just... get, I don't get why he's not like a star. Like, I mean, he was one of the best college football players ever. Is that is he just been injured? Hundred percent, dude. He ran okay. hard into people his entire career. His body is beat up. Yeah, he can't throw anymore, man. His shoulders messed up. Pretty sure his ribs are messed up. I I keep forgetting he went to the Super. Bowl. Did he go to the Super Bowl his, his rookie year? No, he went against the uh, Broncos. He had been in the league for a couple years at that point. Okay. All right. Hold on, I'm about to pull up the list of teams that may not be in. All right. Air Force, Arizona State, Army, Clemson, Georgia State, Kentucky, Navy, New Mexico, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, Troy, USC. Is there a reason behind that, or they just don't have... It's just some, some part of licensing thing that those, those schools aren't part of the license that they purchase, so they have to make, like, individual licenses. I mean, just give us, like, a create a team option and... We can that's what I'm interested to see. We can make a team that's like an overall like 71, and that'll be Notre Dame. We'll give, we'll put in a bunch of a bunch of white dudes, and they'll just they'll just go like seven and four. That's not possible. There's 12 games. This Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Notre Dame to me is they they've never won a big game. I don't really consider them even a football team. All right. Well, now that we got that out there, we're going to wrap it up here. If not, it's just going to be us rambling for two more hours. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll I would like to thank y'all for having me on. It was it was fun. Um, hey, I appreciate you coming in and six putting your way through this. I mean, Adam, I'm not going to lie. You got off to a horrible start. <laughs> a horrible start. You got to you oh, start. You got, you got better. You got better in that episode. You got to start so, somewhere. When I asked you about Brian Kelly's comments about Notre Dame, you just said, what? I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> In fairness, I didn't hear the question. In fairness. That's, that's part of the problem, Adam. You have to, uh, like, actually pay attention. Hey, you, you did you, you did achieve you did achieve this. You're somewhere between the best and worst episode. You're not below the worst. Hey, guess what, dude? You're the best guest we've had so far. 
<laughs> that that means so much to me. It should. It's, 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 the, it's the honest to God truth. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know when we're uh, doing what next. So we'll probably do a post spring one, um, and then at some point we'll start doing like conference reviews, I guess, through the summer. All right, that sounds like a plan. Can't wait to go back and look at all of our bad takes this time next year. Yeah. All right, cue the heavy rock music in five seconds. Uh, cue up "Ball with the Ball" by Kid Rock, please, Alexa. Oh my God, yes.